Better late than never! <laughs> the following is a member of the Growler Media Podcast Network. Find out more at growlermedia.com. Welcome to Flash Gordon Minute, presenting your hosts from Minute of Darkness and the Cosmic Geppetto Podcast, Brad, and introducing your intrepid explorer of Planet Mongo, Eric. We are at minute 11 of Flash Gordon. Eric, how are you? Uh, I'm sorry, Brad, but for this episode, I, I just, I have no spirit. Well, I know who's bringing spirit. We have Adam and Rachel from TNMT Minute. Guys, how are you? We're doing very well, thank you. Not bad. So, Hail Ming. Oh. I haven't gotten to say that yet. Hail Ming. Hail Ming. Yeah, this is your last day with us. Get <laughs> get in everything you can. I remember uh, it was the only time we tried to do sort of a live recording of uh, the Cosmic Geppetto podcast. And if you're subscribed to Flash Gordon Minute, we're really excited that you're subscribed to us. Also, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes because the more ratings and reviews we get, uh, the, the more visibility we get. But uh, the Cosmic Geppetto podcast, which you should also be subscribed to, we try to do a live episode where we're doing a trivia contest at a local comic book store. We actually got a Hail Hydra from the audience. And it's like, uh, hey, you guys know those are basically just super Nazis. And then I got a Heil Hitler. I was like, uh, I think I'm going to re- edit that one out. Yeah, it was rough, tough. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> well, I, I, I was originally going to, because the, throughout the movie, they keep saying Heil Ming. And I'm like, I, I was like, oh, I want to do Hail Ming when we get on the show. But I was like, I'm going to say Hail Ming because saying Hail Ming just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't coming out of my you mouth. You know, there's just a lot of things yeah. that Nazis ruined. They definitely ruined Heil. Yes. <laughs> they ruined his little mustache. Not, th- not that we were all yeah. crazy about it before that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that, that Charlie Chaplin mustache. Can't do that I, uh, anymore. You certainly cannot name your son Adolf. I can oh, tell no, you that. No, no. The name Adolf is is just the human history. That's it. The yeah, it's gone. gone. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I knew any Adolfs growing uh, up. I can't uh, there's say no anything. way. There's no you way. Know you someone did. with the last name. I I know someone with the last name Adolf. Right. But that's yeah. a different story. My mom was going through all like some old pictures, and she found a picture of her grandfather. So my great grandfather, and there he was with with, with the Hitler stash. Oh, and boy. they were really common. A little bit of trivia. The reason. Hitler had that mustache is because he was in the military and they would uh, if you wore a gas mask during during battle you wanted you couldn't have a full mustache because it would uh, it would break the seal so you would they would just get the the Charlie Chaplin look so it was it was it practical, was practical then so, but instead of just instead of just no mustache which would be my next step like oh if any mustache hair gets caught I'm gonna die no mustache. Instead, right. they're like, we'll just have just enough mustache. Just, just, a, little just bit, a little yeah. bit of mustache. That's a, I it's, never understood that part of it. Like, I, why I, not I guess there was just a point of pride of having a mustache. I, I'm not sure. We're, we're definitely not in a mustache age anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's coming back, though. Yeah. Here and there. It feels like the mustache is coming okay. back. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a goateed person. And now that we're, we're mm. recording these minutes, it's the winter, and I, I let my beard grow a bit because it's cold. I've never done the mustache. I'm, I'm oh, a full okay. beard all the time. I don't, I, I don't think I've... It's been a long time since I've not had a beard. I'm afraid of what it looks like. On <laughs> <laughs> I've done brief periods of beard and goatee. Uh, I really had to give that up when uh, I met my wife because she does not care for the look. True story. 
uh, we have, uh, and it's already been revealed on this show, so it's not a big surprise, but we have three kids. We have uh, an eight-year-old boy, and then we have uh, five-year-old uh, twins, uh, boy-girl twins. When my twins were, bor- were born, my wife got real sick, um, was actually in a uh, medically induced coma for a handful of days. Everything's fine. It was a scary moment, but everything turned out fine. As a concerned husband and father might be, I was uh, more concerned with just keeping watch over my wife and make it, you know, and also my twins were born premature. So they were in a NICU. So I'm going from one hospital to another hospital and make sure everyone's all right. My wife uh, came out of it. She was fine. She looked at me and uh, one of her first words to me was, uh, are you going to shave? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because priorities. Well, you know who doesn't have a beard and mustache is Flash Gordon. That's true. Yes, he's, oh, you he's you like don't want to hide that face. That, no. But you know who does <laughs> have facial shit? hair is Munson. no. Yes. yes. <laughs> because why wouldn't he? Good old Munson. He, he's just one of my favorite cowards ever. He, he, he's so determinedly and unabashedly a chicken. <laughs> yeah, his, his no, when he just, you know, when Zarka says, have you no spirit? No. I mean, just I've seen this movie nine trillion times. Every time he says that no, I, I just, I lose it. I crack up. I love it. <laughs> well, that's that. That's that fat-sounding voice again. <laughs> is, is, that's is, always my. Is spirit the right word even here? You know, he asked him if he has any spirit, and I just felt like I don't know. I felt like shouldn't he even say, "Don't you have any pride? Or, don't you have any gumption? Don't you have any balls?" And just the word "spirit" just Correct. stands out as not the word that should be used there. Yeah, spirit is only appropriate if you're a cheerleader. <laughs> Thing we've got spirit. <laughs> How about you? Or if a you're like a Southern like Baptist that. preacher, maybe too, yeah. a scientist. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a weird choice of terms, and but I agree with you. It's a childish. It looks very similar to the no I get from one of my kids. <laughs> Are you going to eat your finish eating your sandwich? No. It's like all eh, right. Well, so so perhaps Sonarkov just should have threatened no dessert for Munson because first off, it looks like Munson is the guy who likes dessert. Yes. <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> Munson is running away, and it's also great because Zarkov has the gun. He's threatening to shoot Munson over and over again, and Zarkov does come across unhinged enough and determined enough. I believe he would shoot him. Absolutely. But uh, and yet he is so enthused when when Munson comes running back in because the plane's going to crash. Zarkov thinks he's coming back in because he's, he changed his mind, and he. I mean, Zarkov legitimately is happy, <laughs> but. Is he happy because he's got a soft spot for Munson, or does it just mean, oh, good, we get to go up in the rock? And during this whole scene, you can see the entire whites of his eyes. <laughs> yeah, all the way around. All the way around. That's, that's crazy, guys. Yeah. But, but also, like, like I, I love that you pointed that out, because I noticed that, too, that, 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 oh, my gosh, he's back. It's like, why would he come back? What would make you think that he would stop mid-runaway and turn around and go, you know... <laughs> Maybe I should go back. I changed my mind. <laughs> to the guy who's shooting at me. <laughs> well, and especially because when he's trying to convince him, before he says, you know, he, he says to him, this way you'll be giving your life to save the Earth. So he's basically telling him, I'm not at all optimistic about our chances in whatever counterattack plan I'm going to come up with. He's telling him, we're going to die when we go up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there. There's no landing this <laughs> rocket. We're, we're, we're going, we yeah. don't need lives. <laughs> you know, any battle plan, any counterattack, attack plan it was like well me and porkins are just going to sort of go there and see what we can do that is not destined for success or, or do you think this is just this is just uh that actor going no look i've been in a starfighter before 
This doesn't usually work out well for me. <laughs> All right, let's get into William Hootkins now, because now that it turns out you guys didn't know he was Porkins, um, right. are you familiar with the original Batman from 1989 or 1987, whatever oh, it was? Oh, yeah, he's uh, Detective yes. Eckhart, right? Yes, he is. And oh he's my also God, I'm learning so much in, about this guy. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He's one of the two guys that talks to Indy at the beginning and the end, one of the government men. Hmm. Oh, right, yeah. So he's, you know, he's like a real sci-fi movie all-star yeah he's the if you need a fat guy for your sci-fi movie <laughs> william hootkins hootkins that's a great name it, it's like a it's like a name you would give an owl perhaps yeah like an oh, owl with a top oh, yeah. hat yes oh hootkins maybe a monocle yeah a monocle and a top hat he's a fancy owl yeah it's like a name of an owl in a disney cartoon yeah right. yeah like a, a an aristocratic yeah. owl <laughs> or that owl from um uh Sword and Stone? yes well, his name is Archimedes, Archimedes but, yeah. you know. But give Archimedes a top hat and a monocle, you've got Hootkins. <laughs> you just want to say Hootkins over and over again, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Hootkins and the Blowfish. That, that's something I'd listen to. Mm. <laughs> Never mind. No. Sorry, not a well, good I'm one. just glad you're timely with your uh, musical references. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so timely. All the kids are talking about these days. Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> the, hot, the hot band of 2018. Hey, man. They had some, they had some good oh. hits, all right? Yeah, like 25 yeah, years I, Oh, I lived, through the, the, I lived through the Hootie age. Oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a great, uh, a I have of, a great oh, Hootie oh. story. When I was in college oh, okay. one summer, I interned at uh, in, uh, a New York City radio station in their promotions department. And one day, our boss brings these two guys over to all of us interns. And he's like, oh, I wanted you guys uh, to meet these two guys. And we're chatting for a few minutes, and, and none of us knew who these two guys are. And after a few minutes, you could tell that our boss finally caught on, that we didn't know who these people were. And he finally goes, these guys are in Hootie. And it's really, oh, oh, okay. Cause, but, you know, this was 1994. Five and other than Darius Rucker, <laughs> would you know what anyone in Hootie and the Blowfish looks like? No, no. <laughs> no. So that's so, where you go. Oh, yeah, so oh, you know they Hootie? leave, yeah. and he all he does. I can't believe it. The interns embarrassed me. They didn't know the guys from Hootie. I was so embarrassed. I was like, why would I know the guitarist <laughs> and the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and also, if, unless they actually have a drum and a guitar in front of them, the, the context doesn't even work. Right. I think there's members right. of the Rolling Stones I wouldn't recognize unless they were actually playing Satisfaction <laughs> while I'm talking with them. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a friend in college who bought a used car that had a Hootie and the Blowfish tape stuck in the tape player. Oh. So it was just always... It's it's either off or it's Hootie Wow, and that's... Oh, awful. Yeah, it's a torture car. <laughs> I, every now and then there's a group that is just wildly popular and successful, and the turn against them is immediate. Because Hooting the Blowfish, <laughs> their first album, Cracked Rearview Mirror, sold over 10 million copies. And everyone had a copy. Mm-hmm. And then the next album sold yeah. 1 million copies. Now, that in and of itself is not terrible, but just... The, the drop that steep a drop is not a good sign and yeah and just drop. there's every now and then there's those groups and it, it seems like it happened a lot in the 80s and early 90s uh, mc hammer was the biggest thing on the planet and then people just despised him we've we've talked about hammer extensively on oh, tmnt yeah. minute there's there's a whole 
episode where it was just back like wall to wall MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, Hammer. it was another one I saw, and I think the biggest example was I, I lived through the point where I, I was out on a date with a, a girl in high school, and we stopped, and she had to get what's his name, the guy with the curly hair, Lionel, Lionel Richie. <laughs> Weird Al? Weird Al's closer. Uh, uh, Lou Graham. No. Uh, uh, ah, no, no, no. He, he, he sings a lot of ballads. Michael, Michael Bolton? <laughs> we got to it. We got to it so, eventually. Yes. You guys went from Lionel Richie to Michael Bolton in only four steps, so that's really great. <laughs> I love how you said Weird Al is close I, to Michael well, Bolton. <laughs> closer than uh, Lionel Richie. They, they do have similar hair. I think they might have the same hairdresser. <laughs> Man. I like how we got here from just the way uh, <laughs> William Hootkin's name sounds. Yeah. This is a pretty, this is a pretty Oh, yes. This is sort of the way we live. But uh, yeah, I, I was on a date with a girl. She had to stop and get a Michael Bolton album because everyone was buying the Michael Bolton. And I want to say six months later, everyone just turned on him so quick. And it's like, wow, what, what just happened? That happened with Hanson, too. Like that first Hanson album, like teenage girls were just crying and you know, practically dying when they'd be on stage. And then it's like their second album. It's like, who is this? Who are these boys? Well, they cut their hair in the second album. Yeah, and they weren't, they didn't look like uh, little girls anymore, which I guess was the draw. So they're like Samson. They cut their hair and they lost their musical (laughs) power. They they weren't those non-threatening white boys. (laughs) They were like late teen boys. They were almost men. And those are threatening. Those older teen boys. They were too old for Menudo. (laughs) And they were too old. For all of their fans, uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that we've gone this far off course. I'm, I, 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 I wonder, I, what, Eric, what else have we missed? No, I, yeah, okay. I do have more. In fact, I want to, I want to stick with William Hootkin still. Okay, back to the Hoot. In my entire Ooh. life, I assumed that the Hoot dies and is crushed by that plane. In watching it to prepare for today, maybe he gets out of the way. I don't, what, 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 I want to take a poll. What do you guys think? Is, is, is Munson dead, or did he survive? Did he jump out of the way? I think he lives. I think somebody that funny and cowardly, I think he gets to live. And uh, I think somewhere there's a cut scene where he, I, I think somewhere there's a cut scene where he, he Flash and Dale, they, they, they fly off into space with Zarkov and Hookins just says like, whoo, that was close. And then he gets hit by hot hail or another moon rock. <laughs> I like hot hot yeah hot I, I think he there. survives that plane but i think there's i think there's gotta be somewhere a cut scene where he dies in a ridiculous embarrassing way yeah he like slips on a piece of baloney <laughs> or something well that's 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 sort of his shtick isn't it like he dies kind of embarrassingly in batman he dies hilariously in right. Star Wars. Oh yeah, probably one of my favorite. Probably one of my favorite deaths oh, oh, in cinema absolutely. history. I think he starts to scream before the the, the X wing blows up. <laughs> yeah, like just the best way. Just one of the best deaths ever. Like this guy really knows. <laughs> um, how to die. It's funny. I think I might have mentioned it on this on a previous episode when we were talking about Hookins as Porkins. Eric has kids. Do you guys have kids? Yeah, if and yeah. when that would ever come upon you, you have to suffer through a lot of cartoons and kid shows, and many, many of them are terrible. Yeah, I have I have nephews that are twelve, so I've. Had but to if you're lucky, <laughs> they land. They, they get one that's actually pretty entertaining. My kids love Phineas and Ferb. It's oh, a yeah. fantastic yeah. show. It's really funny. It's much smarter than you would suspect and they did a special star wars episode where all the characters ended up 
sort of having a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern situation where they were their characters were sort of in the background of A New Hope. And at the very end of it, where everyone's celebrating the, the, the victory, all of a sudden they're parachuting down was Porkins. He survived. He, he, he was able to parachute out of the, out of the X-Wing. Aww. I was like, oh, Porkins. It, it'd be funnier if it, if it was like a panel of Force ghosts that were like all of these characters that William Hopkins oh, is playing that, that he died. <laughs> like like it's Detective Eckhart, it's it's uh it's Munson, the Porkins. You know, They're all just like like giving a thumbs up. Yeah. One of them's eating a sandwich. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I got I got into it with one of my nephews because they're just now getting into Dragon Ball Z, which they think is new. Like they don't understand that it's been around forever. Yeah, like they explain it to you like you don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and I'm about. like, no, no, no. I used to watch it. And they're like, no, you didn't. It's new. Okay. All right. Whatever, whatever you yes, say. The kids are sort of little arrogant little jerks. <laughs> I really wanted to spoil every arc for them. Like, oh, well, in this arc, such and such happens. You think I didn't watch it? Come on. I watched it every day. It's like it's like when the, the first season of Walking Dead was out and I just kept threatening people with spoilers mm-hmm. if they pissed me off. People were doing that with Game of Thrones, too, like it, when they had read the books. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, well, with Games of Thrones, I mean, uh, pardon me, with uh, Walking Dead, my, my parents got really into Walking Dead. And I had read the comic pretty religiously for, I want to say, the first hundred issues or so. And I would just, I just would go to mom and was like, when the governor shows up, it's going to get real bad. Now, don't, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Before you say anything. I watch the show and I don't read the comic, so don't spoil anything. Well, the show's gone so far off the rails. Uh, if you read the comics, you don't know what's coming up next. Like, they, they kind of veer pretty right, hard right. in the second season. Like, they keep veering off and they keep coming back and they keep veering off. So it's like, we've kind of lost that grip as the people who have read the comics. I don't, I don't know. I don't watch the show anymore, so I don't even know. But there was that first season where I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll ruin stuff. There was a teacher. There was a teacher, and I think it was with Game of Thrones. Every week he was like, if you don't hand in your math homework, I will tell you who dies. <laughs> he held it over his students' heads. Like, that is cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. All right. So, by the way, now, did you guys do you guys agree with me that who can survive that plane? Yeah, I think he did because it looked like he jumped out of the way in just enough time. I think it's reasonable. But I, I think when, when the Earth went to chaos for the several days that it did, with you know, like oceans rising and all that stuff. I don't know if he may have survived all that. Yeah, he, he's definitely not but a definitely survival survived. of the fittest sort of guy. No, no. like when it when it comes down to uh, road warrior rules, I don't think he's got a chance. <laughs> Although he is all about self preservation, he doesn't want to go up in the rocket ship, and he does take off. So you know, sometimes those real yeah. self centered people, he finds a way to make it through. He's the George Costanza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I also love. The- He's chucking the people out of the way when that fire starts. <laughs> well, I also love that Hookins actually, pardon me, Munson, actually made sense where it's either run away and get shot or go up on the rocket and get, and, and that's not going to go well. It's like, you know what? I, I'm with Munson here. He's actually making sense. I'd rather be on Earth. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, I bet Sarkov's not a great shot, so you got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> One more, yet another, sorry guys, another non-queen music cue in this minute. Uh, we get mm. some traumatic music as the plane approaches and, uh, and approaches and crashes into the lab. Also, is this lab in a greenhouse? It appears like, to be. What, yeah. what is this building? It appears to be a greenhouse, yeah. yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of a little bit? If you've ever watched the, um, the Filmation Ghostbusters cartoon, it was done by the same studio that did He-Man. Villain lives in this 
greenhouse kind of place. It's like all like windows, but it mm. looks a lot like this structure. I, I remember yeah, that kind of Ghostbusters with the monkey. I love the story yeah. behind that because it was, I, I don't know. Are, are you familiar with, there was a live action Ghostbusters TV show. Right. Like, well, I don't know if it was a TV show or if it was like mm. a film serial. Well, it, from way back. If memory serves, it was a it was a live action TV show, but it was like a Saturday morning kids t- TV show. So the episodes were shorter, so okay. it sort of had that serial feel to it. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, like I guess Filmation got the rights to that show like right before the Ghostbusters thing happened, and they were like, "Hey, we've got these uh, the rights to the show, and we're a factory that just poops out cartoon shows. Let's get on it." <laughs> and then it. Yeah, that became the whole... That's why it was the real Ghostbusters when they finally... Yeah, exactly. Well, everyone uh, listening, and because we just like to bounce around like crazy, uh, as is obvious, stay tuned. We're going to play the theme song to the original, to that Ghostbusters TV show, because it's it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the Let's Go Ghostbusters song? Just listen. Just listen. We're the anything else from this minute that you wanted to call out i think i've derailed this enough yeah well this has been uh so <laughs> much fun uh eric I, I i think you'll agree these are uh, these guys have been fantastic guests absolutely thank you so much for coming on this week well thanks for having yeah, us yeah thank you so sorry, much. sorry we we kind of ran into some scheduling issues here we had to keep rescheduling oh no but no no let the, it all work the, out. The, we, we record uh, every day here uh <laughs> Don't ruin the magic. <laughs> but this has been uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, we recommend everyone check out TNNMT Minute from the, uh, our good friends at Dueling Genre. And uh, are you, you guys are in between seasons now. Are you taking a little break before you subject yourself to the Super Shredder and uh, Ninja Turtles 2? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll admit doing these minute-by-minute podcasts is a lot of work. And we need a vacation. <laughs> well, um, Scott Tofty, our, our our host on TMNT Minute, and I are doing um, airheads in between season one and season two. There will be we're we're kind of we don't really have a social media stuff up yet. We haven't started recording. But if you if you follow us on Twitter at TMNT Minute, airheads the Brandon we'll Frazier Adam Sandler film. <laughs> Yes, we're going to do that. I'm not sure if we're going to do it a minute at a time or more like two minutes at a time or five minutes at a time. We haven't really decided on the format yet, but we're going to we're going to do a deep dive on airheads. It's going to be cool. <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking a break. Very cool, guys. Well, we appreciate so much. One more time, give, let everyone know where they can find out more about you guys. So you can go to DuelingGenre.com and search for TMNT Minute. 
We are also at TMNT Minute on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts. And if you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon feed, go to duelinggenre.com support. And if you subscribe at the $5 level, you get access to all of the Dueling Genre bonus Very content. cool, guys. This has been a lot of fun. And Eric, as always, this is uh, great work, Great talking with you. Uh, so glad that we, uh, we, we were making this happen. This has been a fun week. Yeah, this has been a good week. Everybody, please chat about it on our Facebook fan page, Flash Gordon Minute Listener's Vortex, or send us an email, flashgordonminute at gmail.com. And what's our what's our Twitter uh, feed, Brad? Flash Gordon Pod is our Twitter. Uh, our, our, our good friend Jarf Harden is the guy who handles that because I'm terrible with uh, I, I'm, I'm terrible with social media or with, with Twitter especially, so uh, he's good at making pithy statements and sharing great stuff. So, yeah. Uh, definitely check that out. We uh, want to have us. You follow us, we'll follow you back. All right, Eric. So that's that's this for this week. I'm really glad because it, it's been really hard for me. Uh, I've been pretty upset because we have these amazing guests, and I'm pretty sure they have figured out that I can't tell the difference between the different Ninja Turtles. Uh, well, uh, when Michelangelo, Leonardo, Raphael, and Donatello all come asking you for pizza, uh, just tell them Splinter sent you, because Flash will save them all. Attention listeners! Coming up next week, Flash, Dale, and Zarkov launch into space, and our guests, Mernon Kennedy and Jessa Lowe of Point Break Minute are along for the ride. You can only hear it here on Flash Gordon Minute.